to the to the belt to the battlefield. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. From the minds that brought you Masters of None comes a closer look at the Cape Crusader and the Boy Wonder as they run rampant round the ridiculous rogues gallery of roustabouts. It's time for the dynamic duo to meet the terrific trio on this week's episode of Bat Channel. 66. Everybody, welcome back, Bat Channel sixty six. I'm Mike with me, Jay. Yo, Art. Holler. And we're back here talking about uh, it's a it's a, a a double episode. This one, the the funny feline felonies, and the jokes on Catwoman, which is uh, fe- features two villains for this one, Joker and Catwoman, uh, played by Eartha Kitt. Which is is this the first time we see Eartha Kitt? Nope. Second time. Second time. Second, yeah. I don't remember. This was written though. It's, it's funny you mentioned that this was written to be Eartha Kitt's debut as Catwoman, but they decided to have her f- go solo and Catwoman's dressed to kill. Oh yeah, that's right. How can I forget? Catwoman's dressed to kill. I like that one a lot. Um, so this one, uh, this one, yeah, a double partner. We haven't had a double partner in a while, but this was uh, this was pretty fun. Um, there were some weird things going on in this episode and uh we get a we get a villain team up which is always fun um so anything we want to say off the bat about this episode before we get into it i mean it was uh for me it kind of dragged a little bit at the end um and the caper itself was kind of odd i thought um like what all the capers this season were odd yeah they're really weird Uh, and they're, they're they're just really a stretch First, for for the bad guys, um, but we start off with uh, Joker being rehabilitated and getting out of prison, which is awesome. We get to see Warden Crichton again and his progressive uh, <laughs> criminal justice ways, and uh, they, they was I the only one waiting for that cigar to like blow up? Oh, everybody was well, apparently, and they all were. Yeah, I was honestly <clears throat> waiting for it to just be like poison. <laughs> he was just gonna die. <laughs> You see the guy die like later on in his bed at night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they they release Joker with uh, a, a new suit, a new gray gray suit, and uh, ten dollars. <laughs> they give him ten dollars to get <laughs> out of there. And according to a book called Batman: A Celebration of uh, Classic TV Series, a line was cut from the scene when he was released on good behavior. The Joker was supposed to say like sixty four years ahead of time. What is that? And was that a reference to something or no, it was just saying like he, you know, he's never going to be on good behavior. Ah, got, got, it. got it. Got it. Got it. All right. So, uh, Joker gets out of there and, but as he gets out of there, uh, Catwoman pulls up in a wonderful vehicle. <laughs> uh, art, can you take it away on this one? What was this thing? What did it look like? And, and w- what is the story behind this Catmobile? <laughs> it looked like the Homer from when Homer makes his own car. <laughs> or the kitty car. Like, yeah. The ambiguously gay duo's car. Yeah, from, that too. <laughs> um, this car this uh, was a reuse from the 1964 episode uh, of Bewitched. And also, 
was seen in Star Trek's uh, Bread and Circus episodes, which they called uh, Jupiter 8. The car was called Jupiter 8. So they just obviously, with Batman, just this, this season of just rehashing and reusing things, they used this car, not from one series, but from two series, Star Trek and Bewitched. And it was just an amalgamation of just weird parts. And I'm like, yeah, this, this looks like Catwoman's car. We'll use it. Yeah. And they put like cat ears on it and whiskers and a big tail and like the dome, like the dome part where they sat, like came up. I'm sure that was like, that was the selling point. They're like, oh, that's the coolest shit ever. The fucking dome comes up by itself. That's great. No doubt. <laughs> so, then, uh, uh, yeah, Catwoman's like, get in. Yeah. They, they, uh, and, and Joker's like, you know, make it look good because, uh, you make it look like you're, like you're kidnapping me, yada, yada. Um, so here we go. Joker's Here's the thing. Go ahead. Okay. So go if ahead. everybody's watching this crime, a kidnapping. Yeah. Why didn't anybody stop it? Well, that was the other thing, too. Gordon Crichton's like, I'm going to call Commissioner Gordon and he, he can then send somebody to go get him. And, and Bruce Wayne is there and he's like, no, no, no. I'll call Commissioner Gordon. Why don't you get some of your men while they're close by? And he's like, oh, yeah, good idea. He's like, dude, <laughs> everybody is incompetent in Gotham City. <laughs> uh, all right. So what happens then? Uh, we go. So doesn't Bruce Wayne calls oh, the, yeah. the, the old phone switcheroo. He calls Alfred. It has him like, it's like patch me into the, the bat phone or whatever, which and he just like unplugs the cord and plugs it into yeah. the other phone. I was yeah. like, that's not how phones work. Fancy. <laughs> Didn't make any sense whatsoever. No. Uh, and then, yeah, so then of course Bruce Wayne talks to the commissioner as Batman, which is no different than Bruce Wayne's voice, which is great. Um, <laughs> and then we get the intro and yada yada, and then uh, Batman and Robin go to Commissioner Gordon's office. While he's in Commissioner Gordon's, while they're in Commissioner Gordon's office, however, Joker and Catwoman are across the way, across the street in another building at the sleazy hotel. Um, and, yes. And she shoots a gun, her cat gun, through the window of Commissioner Gordon's office. And this was amazing. I actually want to make a gif of this. <laughs> Batman and Robin crawling around on the floor with little, oh. with little like scooters like on their bellies. That we used to use it in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. Um, like when you'd sit, like push yourself along. There's like a game or something they play now on those. Yeah. Can we? Can we? Jay, I know it's like the thing like uh, Eddie Murphy had in Trading Places. Yeah, the little like, scooter. Around, yeah. Jay, you're, you're good at this. Could you make a couple of gifts of that? Of just those <laughs> scenes of him scooting along the floor because yeah. those are amazing. At the beginning too, like you didn't know it was underneath underneath Batman. I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah. He's doing like a weird, like, like exorcist, like, like crab walk, but on his stomach. <laughs> it's like, pretty so incredible. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Then I saw the little thing underneath him. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my, I watched his episodes with my son, and he literally did it today. He's like, "Dad, look!" And then he like started doing the weird crawly thing around the floor. I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, like Batman. Remember? I was like, "Nah." <laughs> Yeah, them <laughs> scooting around on the ground was was the highlight of of my day. Actually, that was pretty funny. Um, so and also then, the yeah. way that they the, the way that they uh, brought Barbara Gordon down to the floor. Yeah, she comes in. Yeah, and they're like, she's like, "What are they doing?" Everybody looking for a contact lens. Um, she back, actually said that. I was like, "Wait, they had contacts back then?" That's what I was thinking. Yeah, me they too. had contact lenses back then. They must have been those hard. Con- it must have been like plates. Like you were just li- literally putting like a piece of wood in your eye. <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Um, So Batman pulls out the bullet out of the wall, and the bullet's got a message in it. And uh, obviously, it's a clue about Catwoman, where to go. Um, And then Batman figures out. So then Batman and Robin scoot her on the ground over to the window. And Batman does a little quick math problem and deducts exactly where the shot came from. Um, so then they go across the uh, across the way and go into the hotel room. Um, and they uh, while they're in there looking for clues, they don't really find anything. Batgirl comes in because Barbara Gordon just saw where they went. Batgirl comes in and steals like a piece oh, of paper. They did, they did find something. Remember, oh, what did they find? The Batman, Batman did. What did they find? On the floor, they found like a little piece of paper on the floor, and they were like going to go get it, but then Batgirl then comes in right there. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, then she, she finds it. Yeah, she snatches a piece of paper, and Batman's Robin's like, "It's gone," and Batman's like, "Yeah, Batgirl took it." So don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I am the world's greatest detective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we go to uh, Catwoman's lair, who's decked it out for Joker, and it's you know of course our our wonderful soundstage with just new, new new furniture and rugs and curtains on the wall. And uh, we get to get introduced to the um, the henchmen oh, who... Wow. Should we do the names? These henchmen. These henchmen get so, MVPs for overacting. So let's do the henchmen names. Go ahead. Just get those wonderful shirts. Nothing got mine. We have... Giggler and Laugher and Smiley and Gus. <laughs> it was like a combo like, of like the Joker's henchmen and Catwoman's and like, from Cinderella and Pac-Man yeah. ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Inky, Blinky, and Sue. <laughs> um, so yeah, we meet the henchmen and uh, we get a little overacting from the henchmen, um, which was fun. And then uh, Catwoman explains a little bit of the caper to joker and and i'm i'm conf- i was very confused as to what was going on what what was this she needs some kind of um... so if they got there was gunpowder like a whole mess of it and if they could get it they would use that underneath the bank and then steal all the money got yeah, it and to which joker goes well, why don't we just, just get a whole bunch of dynamite and do that which is what the audience is saying and she's like that's too easy <laughs> <laughs> Take that with your theories, yeah. <laughs> audience. Like, at least they addressed and properly dismissed the plot hole. Right. That everyone's <laughs> saying, why, why not? Why do you have to steal all this gunpowder first? Because <laughs> didn't she say like this? Like uh, to go against Batman, you need something like got like monumental or some shit like. Yeah, that. she's like, yeah, some sort of like to have an epic crime, you have to have whatever. Yeah, some some sort of bullshit nonsense. So then there's that, and then. Uh, Meanwhile, <clears throat> Batman and Robin get a fo- phone call on the bat phone from Batgirl, who's back in Commissioner Gordon's office, which is uh, a bit brazen of her to go into Commissioner Gordon's office dressed as Batgirl and, and call Batman. Any case, though, they they uh, they got some clues. They know what to do here. Um, yeah, and- wait a minute now. Is that's that's not the first time Batgirl's been in front of Commissioner Gordon, right? Not been in front of, but she was in his office by herself. She just yes. snuck into his office, used the right. phone to call Batman specifically. So I, I've never noticed that he doesn't recognize his own daughter in a costume. Right. No. Never. <laughs> the commissioner, the police commissioner. The commissioner. 
Doesn't recognize his own daughter. No, he's too drunk all the time. With a mask on. He's taking too many of those pills <laughs> on, the fucking, on his pill tray. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know how I never just like put that together before. Yeah. No. Um, okay, so now now we we venture to um what's this guy's name? Groovy? Something groovy? Um Freddy Freddy Groovy or something. I don't know. Little Freddy Little Louie Groovy or something? Uh, yeah, Little Louie Groovy. That's it. And and, he was and, based on uh, Phil Spector, and he was played by Dick Collarman. Years after playing the character whose antique nightshirt was stolen, Collarman would become an antique dealer and was shot and killed during a robbery of the store. Oh, wow. That's that's artifact. interesting morbid artifact. Sad fact. Sad fact. Um, and then we also have a. I, I'm, I'm assuming this is a cameo. I don't know who this guy is, but he's his like manager or something yep. or his agent. And this is a cameo uh, of somebody. Who is this art? Joe E. Ross, uh, best known for his role on Phil's uh, Silver Show and Car 54, Where Are You? And It's About Time, his trademark, ooh, ooh. Uh, and he makes uh, an uncredited, uncredited cameo as little uh, Louis' agent. Artifact. Was, like you could tell the ooh ooh, like he's yeah. looking at the camera while he's doing it. It's like, yeah. all right, it was like the most blatant cameo of all time. They are shoving in these cameos. There's a couple. There's yeah. there's a couple more too that coming yeah. up that I'm just like, wow, shove it in there, guys. Um, shove it in my face, dude. <laughs> so why why the uh, why the inclusion of little Louis? Whatever, because where he's his nightshirt, because his antique nightshirt has got a clue on where the gunpowder is. Okay, so his nightshirt's got a clue on where the gunpowder is. Got it. Okay, of course. Right? It. Yeah, sure. that makes because all nightshirts did back then. Yeah, <laughs> all night all nightshirts had a, a map printed on them of a gunpowder. This was that deposit. was actually the plot to National Treasure Four. Was <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Um, the guy who hit it named was Calvin. <laughs> so, Calvin, right? So uh, it says it right all over your underwear. Um, so yeah, so they, the, so Joker and and Catwoman come in with uh, the henchmen. They uh, they they steal the nightshirt, um, but they get into a fight with uh, Batman and Robin. Obviously, so we we get some sound effects. We we have a couple fights in this episode, right? Because it's two it's a two fight. Automata poetic justice. Okay, where'd you go? Wait, sorry, what now? Yeah, we get a fight. <laughs> we get a fight scene here, and uh, you know, I think this is um, this is one of a couple, right? Isn't there? Isn't there a couple of fight scenes in this? Because it's a twofer. Yeah, we had two, one fight scene each episode. Uh, we could do the sound effects. Uh, we had sock, crunch, crash, buff, bam, kapow, and whack. And our second one, we had clunk, buff, whap, splat. And Zowie. Zowie. So after the fight's over, um, Joker uh, says, hey, you know, good fight. Why don't we shake on it or something? And then shakes hands, of course, and buzzes them and and uh, paralyzes them. Right. So now Robin's there's the voice of reason like we should do that. Come on, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they're stuck on the ground and Joker and uh, Catwoman leave. They're they're paralyzed and and Batgirl comes in. Um, Batgirl comes in and she gives her <laughs> she gives Batman and Robin pulls out from her utility belt 
Batgirl antidote pills. Doesn't know yes. exactly what happened to them, but gives them antidote pills, and they magically come back to life and say thank you. Um, and then uh, little Louis Groovy's uh, nightshirt is gone, uh, and then we move on our way to uh, somebody else's. Who's who's this? Uh, Kratz, Krabby Kratz, Carn Carn Carnaby Cats. That's it. Carnaby Cats. Because they're they're like a silk dealer or something. This got weird. <laughs> this, got, this, got, this got weird. Um, this was this also this guy uh, a cameo art. Oh, the dude that uh, was um, set, like that one like he's a British like the British guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that is resembles again is they're <laughs> they're reusing stuff when they went to London Town or Londonderry Londonium or, Londonium. Yeah. When they went to Adamantium, that was the same house. <laughs> right. So while they're there, uh, they're waiting for... Uh, they, they figure that Catwoman and Joker showed up, but oh no, they're outside waiting to ambush them. And then that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the first episode. It's just them waiting in the bushes, and that was it. And the script originally uh, called for like one of those death trap cliffhangers. Yeah. Uh, in the two parts, and at the end, so... <laughs> They were like, I guess it didn't really work out. So like, no, we're going to scrap it. And they reshot a couple other scenes, but they forgot to bring out or take out the the clip when uh, Joker's like, hey, how come you guys are still alive? <laughs> oh, man, really? God, so dumb. Aww, can do it. They just didn't care. We're in this season. It's really funny. All right, so there, so that's the first episode. Second episode is uh, starts with them again waiting in the bushes. Batman and Robin and Batgirl pop out, get in their vehicles. Catwoman and Joker uh, pop over to Catwoman as she's on her as she's on her uh, bat cycle, um, and then spray her with like a like a twine or something. Oh wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, I'm sorry. What I skip? Did I skip? No, no. Can, we just, can we just go back to the fact that when uh, little Louis Groovy said. As long as he yells, you know, like he was doing karate, and like oh my God. Catwoman was like, "Hey, once he loses his voice, the, <laughs> he, his, karate, his karate moves will." Uh, <laughs> karate is all about the yelling. She says so like that. It's like, like going, "Hey!" And he like tires himself out to the point that where he can't like move anymore. He couldn't hear his voice, and then like they just kicked his butt. But I just I put that in my notes. It's like really oh, yeah. and yelling. I just sorry. <laughs> I also just found my little notes here and I, I had in quotes. Ooh, ooh, what a client I got. From that, guy. that guy. Ooh, ooh, what a client I got. Ha cha 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 cha. I also had, uh, this might come later, but I wrote city background when they're like on the, is it the background's apartment or are they on a rooftop or something? And it's like the corniest, like fakest backdrop of the city of Gotham City. I didn't see that. I don't know if anybody caught that. It was really, really bad. Oh yes, I see it. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. It's when they're no, it's when like they're going a... to the lighthouse. Oh yeah, when yeah. When they're yeah. going to the lighthouse and you see the city behind them, yeah. it's it's terrible. like the worst like elementary school play background like it backdrop. Just looks yeah. like a bunch of dominoes. <laughs> it's buildings. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, 
Yeah, so they wrap Catwoman up in some twine, but like supposed to, uh, the heat of her body is supposed to like suffocate her or something, right? They're cat's whiskers. Um, yeah. Cat Catwoman was, uh, dude, Eartha Kitt with that rolling of the tongue. She she does that. She did it like six uh, times every sentence. Yeah. The heat cat twine. Yeah. Good one. That was a that's a good uh, that's a good gadget. You want to do the gadgets while we're sure. <laughs> So we had the uh, the kitty car. We had the cat gun, uh, the telescopic scope. Oh, the cat gun had the telescopic scope. Sorry, uh, the little bat slider thing. <laughs> There's slider on the floor. Bat fingerprint kit. Uh, the the lethal Joker buzzers. The Batgirl antidote pills. Uh, the heat cat twine. The anti blast bat powder and the batarangs. Right. So uh, Batgirl gets out by uh, turning on the sprinkler system because the, the cool water actually doesn't make them contract anymore, which is cool. And then uh, we go back to the Batcave. Uh, Batman and Robin get there to uh, just in time for lunch. Alfred gives them a couple of sandwiches and glasses of milk. No, we can't eat. We're, uh, we're fighting crime. Yep. Can't yep. stop to eat now. No rest for the weary. Alfred. And Robin's like, no, I'll take a sandwich. And Batman's yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> he got like a little, he got like something quick. It's funny. So then they go to the uh, the Grimalkin Novelty Company, which Grimalkin is, I guess, another is a is a synonym for cat in some weird way. Um, I love how all of the street names and the street names and the the the, the, the locations not only have to do with cat, but also have to do you know with cats, but also have to do with jokes. It's always like, oh, the, you know, it's the joke and novelty company on the on kitty cat lane it's like wow who would have thought what a coincidence um so we get there and uh there that's their hideout that's that's where their hideout is so Catwoman shows joker that the nightgown is a map shows exactly okay here's you know this is where we got to go um it's at a it they end up going to a lighthouse and we meet some innocent some uh, interesting characters at the lighthouse. Um, well, we get the, you know, they follow them in the cat car, obviously. And then they get, we get to the, the uh, phony Island lighthouse and we meet the <laughs> lighthouse keeper and the lighthouse keeper's wife, which Mrs. Keeper, Mrs. Keeper, <laughs> which I could not have given less of a shit <laughs> <laughs> about these two fucking idiots. <laughs> but I cleaned it yesterday. I just vacuumed upstairs. This was, they were either clearly trying to kill time or, or these are some definitely two cameos. I feel like art's got artifacts on these two. No, nothing on them. I got the, Shut the, up. Are you serious? Nobodies? They're, they're, they are nobody. They aren't in some fucking dumb CBS <laughs> like sitcom. A comedy team. Right. Like, nope. Like Burns no, and no Gracie and, and these yeah. two fucking idiots. Not nothing? Nope, I got something for the uh the next the next guy coming up. This is unbelievable. That's that unbelievable that these two fucking idiots are nobody's. They were like five minutes short. They're like, yeah. oh. Oh wow. Wow. That's mind boggling. Could not give less of a shit about anything these people did. And Mrs. Keeper was like breaking the fourth wall like crazy too, like looking directly at the camera, like kind of like uh you know, ooh ooh guy. Ooh. I can't, ooh. can't believe that. There's gotta be something there. So Wow. 
that's where the gunpowder is. They find it. It's in the light. It's in the lighthouse. This was this was fucking terrible. The, the so it's in the lighthouse. Joker goes in there with a lit match, and they're like, "Get away that match, Joker!" No, it's fucking uh, Uncle Lewis from Christmas Vacation. And don't drop that match. He drops it on the gunpowder, knocks it out of his hands. Batman's like, "No, no, no, don't go anywhere. We, we're it's all right." Meanwhile, it takes like thirty seconds for the shit to explode. He could have just easily just blown out the fucking match that's still sitting there, but he didn't. Um, and then the thing blows up, and they're all fine in the room. And Batman says, well, "What's the spray that he used?" Jay, you have that? Uh, to the anti-blast bat powder. Anti-blast, anti-blast bat powder. He's like, "I sprayed the room before we walked in." Just when we walked in. So this room will be fine. But everything else is shit. And <laughs> Mrs. Keeper's like, but I just vacuumed up there. Now the room's not I'm there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to pay for this? And then Catwoman calls somebody and Batman gives her a quarter. Catwoman calls her lawyer. Batman yep. gives her a quarter and he's like, this should cover that phone call, miss. <laughs> <laughs> that was called Lucky Pierre. Lucky Pierre. Lucky Pierre. Which... Okay, so this guy was somebody, right? Yeah, he was played by Pierre Salinger. He was a former press secretary to President Kennedy and Johnson, an interim U.S. senator from California, and a friend of William Dozier. And the role was specifically for him. And he had a picture of Richard Nixon on his desk. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Yep. That was pretty funny. I was like, wow, topical humor. Nice job, guys. Um, so then we get, uh, then we get to have, uh, we get to see, um, uh, Law and Order Gotham City. See you in courthouse. (laughs) Did I I ever play you that? Did I I ever play you guys that? You'll fucking love this. Oh no. Yeah. The guy, the guy was like, you owe me so much money. The guy that called. (laughs) See you in courthouse. (laughs) All right. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so they're they're in the courtroom. In courtroom scene, this fucking dragged on forever too. They're in the courtroom scene, and uh, and Batman is playing the the lawyer, obviously for the prosecution, and uh, Lucky Pierre is the the defense. They have the jury there, they have the judge there, and uh, they go over everything. And Lucky Batman's Pierre, killing it, by the way. Batman's, Batman's killing show. it with his, and even. Uh, What's his name? Chief O'Hara has to say something. Oh, he's looking pretty comfortable up there. He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, he's Batman. Of course he is. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Joker's pissed. He's like, wait, you're not going to do anything? Right. Lucky Pierre's cross-examining. He's not cross-examining anybody. None of his, none of the witnesses. Catwoman's like, just hold your, you know, hold your shit, Joker. We got this. (laughs) We got this. Um, And then the judge is like, all right, jury, go ahead and deliberate. Um, And the jury's like, no need. We're good. We're seeing all we need here. Uh, not guilty. And they're like, what? Son of a bitch. You think this jury's been paid off? Of course they have. They're in on it. They're in on the caper, guys. Oh, here we go. Fight scene. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much that was it. I'm like, all that for that? That was fucking boring as shit. Um, so, yeah, we get, a, we get another fight scene. And... Uh, then what? Then what happens? Oh, well, no, so during the, during the trial, obviously, he brings up all of the witnesses, all of these people that have been through it. Um, you know, the lighthouse keeper again, and the fucking wife, and the and the fucking uh, uh, Joey Louis 
groovy Jojo Shabadoo. <laughs> Shabadabadingdong. Um, during the fight scene, this was pretty funny, too. The, the judge gets in on the action and bonks Joker in the head with his gavel. Of course he does. Of course he does. Of course he does. Um, it was a very lazy fight scene otherwise, though, I thought. <clears throat> and then... Um, end of the episode, that was it. Everybody gets arrested, and then we get a little uh, quick preview of who's next and who is it art louis the lilac oh yeah uncle milty's back again louis the lilac and he's in the library talking with barbara gordon um about lilacs of course because that's all he fucking talks about and then he leaves and barbara gordon calls commissioner gordon and says watch out louis the lilac's back in town and then they say okay we gotta work worry about that next week same bad time same bad channel. And that's it. Here's here's a weird like you know we're talking about the political fact with uh, Pierre Salinger who played Lucky Pierre. Yeah. So apparently Eartha Kitt was uh, making anti-war remarks at a White House function in front of Lady Bird Johnson, <laughs> and that got back to everybody, and she was blacklisted for not only this was her last appearance on Batman, but she, this was her final appearance for anything in America that was like pr- produced in America for a decade. She mostly worked in Europe and Asia before coming back to the, to the States when President Jimmy Carter in 1977 a, um, uh, brought her back and appeared on her Broadway, like uh, went to like her Broadway show of, of Timbuktu in 1978. Wow. God forbid. God forbid you're anti-war. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, we got to do the signs. The MVPs were the the henchmen, right? Yeah, we should play the clip of when they introduce them and like all the ridiculous fake laughs that they do. Sure. I'll bring that in. Uh, We should do the signs too. Do the signs. Go ahead. Do the signs while I pick this. Labels Majora. We had Sleazy Hotel, Microfilm Records, uh, Something Cat's Mansion. Can't read my own handwriting. Uh, sprinkler Control Off? Question mark On? Uh, Bat Research Shelf. Uh, Grimalkin Novelty Company. Cotel Lane. Nine Lines Out. Nine Lives Alley. Phony Island. Lighthouse and Lucky Pierre Lawyer. And then we had one holy too. Holy heart failure. Holy hole in the donuts. Holy Las Vegas. Holy mashed potatoes. Holy nightmare. House of the Holies. Uh, one, you know, one holy was holy return from oblivion. <laughs> stretch, what a stretch! We All should right. go out with the clip of them introducing the the henchmen. Sure, it's, it's, it's awesomely overacted. All right, you want it right now? I'm ready. You ready? You're ready. All right, we'll see you next week for uh, Bat Channel 66. I'm Mike for J and Art. See ya. See ya. You like it, Joker? It's me! It's like I never left home! Oh, you certainly have an eye for decoration! Now it's time to meet my cat's paws. Front and center, henchman. <laughs> this is Giggler. Oh, it's sure gonna be nice working with you, Joker. <laughs> this is Laugher. <laughs> I've always wanted to work with you, Joker. It's a realization of my boyhood dream. (laughs) Well, thanks, fellas. Keep smiling. (laughs) They're good men, Joker. 
perfect age to camp for our evil crime spree, don't you think? Oh, perfect Catwoman. <laughs> Is this the end of our heroes? Will their commentary commence, their speech subdued, their podcast perpetuated? The answers to these and more next time on Bat Channel. 66. 